lower ticket offers tend to play the entry role into their business, into their funnel. It's the first step in solving the problem that you are looking to solve, but you never find that full solution. But they're really good at selling them and they're really cheap. So you're like, of course, I'm going to buy this off an Instagram ad from somebody I have never, ever met before. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Imperfect Action. This is episode 618. Today is another episode of Ask Steph, where I'm answering a listener-submitted question. And if you have a question that you would like me to answer in one of these episodes, head over to stephtaylor.co slash asksteph, where you can submit it. You can submit it anonymously if you like, or you can include your name and give me your situation. Give me your question, and I'll give you my two cents on what I would do in your shoes. So it can be a really short question like today's episode, or it can be a longer situation where you're like full agony aunt style, like, hey, Steph, this is the stitch in my business right now. What would you do? So today's question was submitted anonymously. It's quite a short one, but I have some opinions on it. So the question is, are lower cost programs and offers going to be the go in 2023 with the cost of living skyrocketing? Or will one-off payment options be better rather than continuing or monthly payments? So I'm going to start by answering the second half of the question first, because I think that one's an easier place to start. I think that offering somebody a payment plan option, so the ability to pay it off over a longer period of time, if that is appropriate to your offer, I think that's going to be even more relevant this year than it will, than it has been in the past, because People will need, they will need that ability to manage their cash flow a little bit better and maybe stretch their expenses out over a longer period of time. Now, the challenge is always, uh, ensuring that people complete those payment agreements. Uh, for example, if you offer a 12 month payment plan for a course where you are giving somebody instant access to all of the content, you might find that around month six, people drop off. They might stop paying. Their credit cards expire. That kind of thing happens. And in that case, it can be really hard to recover payments because there's no way for you to revoke really their access. Like You might be able to revoke their access to the content, but they might have already accessed all the content and already completed it. Uh, So there's just something to be careful of there. So to answer the first part of your question, are lower cost programs and offers going to be the go? Now, I think we've seen a real low cost offer fatigue at the moment. Over the last few years, like we've all bought a lot of those $47 courses that Instagram ads have been showing us. <laughs> you know, the algorithms like, oh, you looked at 
something related to podcasting. So I'm going to give you a $27 podcasting course. And we end up buying all of these things. And I think a lot of us have even forgotten what we have bought. I'm speaking for myself here, but maybe you listen, maybe you resonate with this as well. Like half of the ones that I have bought, I've never even logged into. And the other half I have maybe used once or twice. And typically that's because people's lower ticket offers tend to play the entry role into their business, into their funnel. It's the first step in solving the problem that you are looking to solve, but you never find that full solution. But they're really good at selling them and they're really cheap. So you're like, of course, I'm going to buy this off an Instagram ad from somebody I have never, ever met before. So I think if anything, buyers are becoming warier of these offers. They're becoming a little bit more cautious, especially in the online business space where they are so prevalent. There are so many people giving you $27, $47 courses on everything from how to create a year of Instagram content to how to build a funnel to how to create a web. Like these are all things people are creating tiny courses around, but they're never giving you the full solution because it's really hard to build a profitable business just selling a $27 course. You'd have to sell a lot of them to make enough revenue to stay in business. So then what I have been noticing And the general feedback I'm hearing from my audience at the moment is that they are wanting to be part of programs where they don't feel like a number, where they are getting more support, where it's higher touch, where they're getting more tailored guidance. Now, of course, that can't be delivered at a low price point because it's not sustainable for the business that's offering it. You can't sell a thousand people one-on-one support each month. Like that would just be exhausting and probably not even... I'm not going to do the math, but like, I don't think there's enough hours in the month to do that. But the thing is, people are still spending money on higher ticket offers at the moment. And I was really nervous, to be honest. I was nervous going into the launch of Freedom Fast Track last month because the program was 5,000 US dollars. And going into it, I had all of these stories and beliefs about like, oh, the current economy, are people going to still spend this money? Do people want this? But because it was the right offer for my audience at the right time, it went really well. And, you know, I think so much of it, I think people are really wising up to the fact that the price most of the time does reflect the value inside the offer. Most of the time, not always. A lot of the time people sell really expensive things that aren't very valuable. But I think people are realizing that they're not going to get all of the solutions in a $47 course, they're a little bit more skeptical of how much value they're going to get from something that's at that lower price point. Okay. The next point that I want to make is that, you know, inflation means your expenses are going to go up as a business and you need to factor that into your pricing. Cost of living is going up. Inflation means your business expenses are going to rise. And if I think back to, man, like I think it was Economics 101, One of the most basic pricing theories is cost plus pricing, where you are working out the cost to deliver your product or your service and then adding a percentage markup and that's your price point. We see this a lot with physical product-based businesses, not so much with service-based and digital product-based businesses because it's a little harder to work out that cost to deliver. But this is still a fundamental pricing theory, right? Now, you might say, 
okay, well, it doesn't cost me anything to deliver this service because it's just my time. My time is not affected by inflation. But here's the thing. You are paying yourself a wage from your company. I hope. I hope you're paying yourself a wage from your company. And if your cost of living is going up, you might need to increase your wage to cover your cost of living. So your cost to deliver that offer is going up because your hourly rate is going up. Now, my final takeaway for this episode, ultimately, it is going to depend on the outcome that somebody is getting from your offer. The pricing is going to depend on what they are getting from it and also who you want to attract into it. With anything pricing related, it always comes back to what problem are they solving? What is the outcome? What is that transformation that they are getting? And who do you want to attract? If they are solving a bigger problem or a more painful problem, or you are delivering them a larger transformation, then it's most likely going to be at a higher price point. If it's a really tiny, quick win that you can genuinely help somebody to achieve with a small $27 course, then great. Maybe it is appropriate for a lower ticket item. If you want to attract somebody who is really serious and is going to be committed and take action over six months or 12 months, then you generally want it to be higher ticket because they've got more skin in the game. They're going to be more serious. They're going to be more committed. Whereas lower ticket will often attract people who are just collecting courses and collecting cheap digital products and not taking action on them. So think about what are they getting from it? And who am I wanting to attract into it? So that's my two cents on what I think about, you know, lower cost versus higher ticket this year. I'm super curious to hear your opinion on this. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm over there at stephtaylor.co. And if you have questions you want me to answer in a future episode, submit them at stephtaylor.co slash asksteph. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, hit the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, follow in Spotify, and it just means you'll get each new episode straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.